The Carmichael Dave Show. He's on the microphone when he's not on the microphone. He's playing a song, and when he's not playing a song, he's on the microphone, and then boom! With Jason Ross. No, he didn't! Yes, he did! Call or text at 916-339-1140. It's the Carmichael Dave Show with Jason Ross on Sacktown Sports. I had to get the background here right for you YouTube viewers. I think we got it. So it's it's Niners week. So they're getting, we have these pop-up, uh, what do you call these? Cardboard cutouts? Cardboard cutouts. <laughs> pop-up. Well, they're big baseball cards. Were so, you the one that said that you had the idea of making it into a giant guess who? A giant guess who? Yeah. No. Oh, someone else? Yeah. What would you do? Like, <laughs> you know, guess who, right? What do you like? Put your no the game, or you get like the it's like oh does your person have glasses? No, you don't know the game. Guess who? No, guess who? Well, it's like when you come up from behind somebody and put your hands over their eyes and go guess who? (laughs) That's that's how I know it. That's problematic. Wait, a little bit. Wait, hold on. What is this? So it's like it's a game. It's got like twenty different people in front of it. It's like kind of like Battleship, where you've got one side and the person has the other side. And it's like, does your person have glasses? Yes. So then you knock down all the pieces that of the person that don't have glasses. Are these like known people? Like, oh my like god, president? are you messing with me? I, 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 I don't know it either. I swear to God, are these like known people, like celebrities and stuff? No. Well, then when you finally guess the person, how do you know who they are to guess them? Because you've not, you've eliminated all the people. No, but what's their name? Yeah. It'll have like a name. It'll be like Fred, Uh, Jake, uh, Meredith. Meredith. So it's like Battleship, but with visuals, you're saying, kind of? It's not like Battleship. It's like, it's like memory. It's like that. Huh. I don't know. I don't know anything about that in your (laughs) made-up games. So we put, we put two kings up, and I feel like. You know, it could be Sabonis and Fox, but I, I put Monk up there because he's he's back and it's his birthday. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, uh, and then but you have to have Niner Week, so we have Brock, Debo, and CMC. He's dynamite. Let me move him over so you can see more of, of Debo. Yeah, okay. Debo's playing. He's in. He's okay. in. Uh, before we go around the NBA, I, I just want to make a note. Um, watching the Bulls yesterday. Or the day before. Uh-huh. Alex Caruso is a really good defender. Alex Caruso was staying with De'Aaron. Now, look, De'Aaron, I, no, I know. <laughs> he he should have been checking De'Aaron Fox for much more of the game. But, like, I just remember that inbound where he was just all over De'Aaron Fox. Mm-hmm. And, and it's one of the few guys that, like, can actually keep up with him. Yeah. Um, Boy, would he be a great addition. The problem is, is you wonder if the Bulls with, with – now, Zach Levine has elected to have surgery, and uh, he is done for the year. So that takes him out of the trade equation. Now it makes you wonder: are the Bulls just going to blow it up now, like the guy at Home Depot? Right. Are they? Just, <laughs> are they? And if that's the case, what would it take to get Alex Caruso? And if that, let's say, it took two first-round picks, you have to give up something of value. Um, but I think you could get. I think you get Caruso without giving up your core four. Oh yeah, I would hope so. I, I would think so. Um, what about DeRozan? That's the one I've been wanting. <sighs> Yeah, you want, but that's that's offense though. He's not really giving you anything defensively. Is my problem. That's a lot of money. Not I, that much. He expires what? Isn't he this year? Twenty seven. Mm-hmm. 
And, and I say not that much. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. No, it, he's it, a bargain. It, it uh, might be twenty four. It could be twenty seven. Well, that's like when we uh, when we were like the Maloofs are broke. It's like yeah. well, they have a private plane. They're not broke, but they're NBA broke. Um, Demar Derozan twenty eight point six. So you would, I mean, you basically would have to give up at a minimum Barnes and Herder. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying salary wise, mm-hmm. unless you did a, a bunch of other crap. Um, but but my problem there is okay. So you bring in DeRozan, you bring him in for two starters. So I assume you'd move Malik up. So you go Fox, Monk, DeRozan, uh, Keegan, Sabonis. I mean, I think that's a really really good team. Don't get me wrong, but you're not worried about the uh, and DeRozan. By the way, yeah, he's uh, expiring. I think next year, this year. Give me the list of the best defensive players off the top of your head and the best defensive teams. I mean, the best defensive team, you know, the the Celtics are a good defensive team. The Knicks are a good defensive team. Um, defensive players, I mean, obviously you've got uh, Draymond Green. You have Mikael Bridges, Jaron Jackson Jr., um, Marcus Smart, who's hurt, um, Kawhi Leonard. Um, so the first four, I know this is ben unfair, Simmons. the first four, oh, ben Simmons. first five, five yeah. of the six are all on teams below 500. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Best defensive the, player on this team doesn't really play that much. I'm not saying you about ignore Davion, it. Right? Yeah. I, you, that's not my point, but I, it's such an offensive-oriented league. Um, I mean, I think the teams at the end will be really, really good offensively and, and play enough defense when they need to. And again, I, I wouldn't turn down Caruso. Sure. I'm not saying your idea is bad by any means. But how about you get both? Uh, what, Caruso and Rosen? Sure. Ooh, 37 million, huh? Yeah. I don't think you can. I don't know that you can. You a bake sale. Um, you're, you're right, and your point is well taken. And I also, before I say this, want to acknowledge that everything is everything is, is a statistical absolute until it isn't. Mm-hmm. Everything is a streak until it's broken. True. But I just look back at your 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 winners of the NBA Finals. The Nuggets had and have Gordon and Contavious Caldwell-Pope around their starting three, and they had Bruce Brown. The Warriors, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, you know, we know that. You know. The Bucks, Giannis, Drew Holiday, Brooke Lopez. I mean, you're talking about three guys there that either are on or contend for the defensive first team every year. The Lakers, Anthony Davis, and LeBron's not a terrible defender. Uh, plus, didn't they have Alex Caruso on that team? Uh, they wrong. might have. I don't remember. Uh, the funny thing is, like, let's just pretend a fantasy world that the Kings got all the way through. Mm-hmm. We would probably be highlighting Fox and Keegan Murray as our guys, mm-hmm. and I don't think that's necessarily unfair. I don't. I, I they're they're not there yet, but you can tell they're they're like close. And Keegan might actually be there mm-hmm. right now, and he's still the the reality of the situation. To your point, is well, okay, maybe you can afford to bring in a DeRozan, or you could have afforded to bring in a Levine because something that we didn't really necessarily count on as much, and that's the defensive improvement of both Fox and Murray. Yeah. And and this is, you know, all year I've been steadfast on you got to bring in defense, defense, defense. But the counter to that argument with the advance of the two of them defensively, and it's completely reliant upon them, if you did bring somebody that could take some of that offensive load off, that would allow Fox and Murray to focus more on defense and not have to shoulder that burden. 
Okay. Yeah, I, I truly wonder if we could do like a almost like a simulator. What would be the bigger net win if you plugged in player X that was the perfect fit offensively mm-hmm. for this team? Would that result in a better finish to the season? Or if you could plug in player Y that's the perfect defensive fit, mm-hmm. which would net? And I don't know the answer. I think that'd be fun to to be able to see. I don't either. I, I you're right. I don't either. I honestly don't. It's also funny how. Keegan Murray has really ascended defensively. Yeah. And generally when you play defense, when you're a really good defender, you need some some, some sort of edge. <laughs> right. Like he doesn't really have an, <laughs> yeah. He's like edgeless. He's like a smooth circle. Yes. But he just is like, nim, nim, I'm playing defense. It's a good name for him, edgeless. Edgeless Keegan Murray. Uh, Joel Embiid is going to have surgery on a torn flap of his knee. Uh, a knee flap? Yeah, he has a knee flap. That certainly sounds like a season-ending surgery. They, they've said they'll they'll – They'll figure it out after the surgery, but golly, that sounds like that. Would Harris be available then? Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, he's not expiring too, isn't he? Yeah. I, I think I, I, I read this morning Detroit really wants him, but they're they're thinking of waiting until the end of the year to go after him in free agency. Okay. Which would, you know, imagine you could get you could get Tobias Harris. Well, I mean, it depends on what Philly wants to do if they're just going to toss him. But the problem with Tobias Harris is he still make $40 million. Yeah. He's going to get a new contract and it's going to be lower, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be one of those like four year, eighty million. You yeah. know, he's going to he's going to be in the twenty range. He's going to have to sell his house. <laughs> but I just, I mean, Barnes and Herder, does that even work for Tobias Harris? Can, we, can we take nine million? Oh no, I guess we can. We got a little bit of room to move. Oh, so you could do that. Okay. I don't know. You better with that. You better with that. Um. The Lakers won in Boston and then in New York. Yeah, explain that. I can't. Yeah. Well, the Lakers, I don't know if you've known this, have taken the most free throws in the league uh, by a long shot. So you get some calls? Yeah, and uh, they also drive to the basket the least yeah. of anyone in the league. Uh, and Steph scored 60. Yeah, what a win. Yeah, what a win. Oh, no, for, for Atlanta. That, for Atlanta. <laughs> we'll take a break. When we come back. Firewings brings you three for madness. We got a birthday, a deadline week, and let's talk about tonight's game versus the Cavs let's. Uh, before we uh, we go back and recap the weekend. We'll do all that next. Three questions, three answers. It's three for madness on the Carmichael Dave Show with Jason Ross. Here's question one. All righty. We'll uh, recap the weekend next for your Sacramento Kings. By the way, just from a personal point of view, it's up at uh, 5.30 in the morning on Saturday. Watch my guys, old Huddersfield Town, take on uh, Sheffield Wednesday. We're, we're three points above the relegation zone. The name is Wednesday, Jason. And Sheffield Wednesday, the Sheffields, as they're called over there, they're, not, uh, they're three points behind us. Uh, you know, you get a win that's three points. Yeah. So had they beaten us, we would have been in, in a tie. And we have, like, our next five games are all against teams in the top ten of the championship. Oh. Like, it's it's a slaughterhouse, right? So we we got to do something. First game with the interim manager. He used to play for the team back in the day. His name's John Worthington. People love him. You know, he's a caretaker manager. And it's nil-nil going in the second half. Uh, you got to understand, like, this team doesn't score a lot. And I think they averaged something like 0.6 goals a match. Goal? They score four goals in like 13 minutes and win 4-0. 
It was very exciting. That's a big three points. Huge three points. And then, and that's coming off the Indiana win. So you go Indiana win, Huddersfield Town blowout in a good way, and then Chicago win that, uh, sh- uh, beating Chicago that night. You had a weekend. It was a great 24 yeah. hours, Jason Ross. Yeah? Yeah. Did you me, celebrate? Uh, psh, had three glasses of milk. Nice. Yeah. Drop a pizza? Yeah. Uh, Mm, gross. Mm, I don't even know what we had for dinner Saturday night. I, I lose track. I just know there's leftover enchiladas that I'm coming home to today. Oh. And we're having Mexican fried Stinky. rice for uh, for dinner on top of that. So might have to move What's them. Mexican fried rice? It's like, so think about your like traditional fried rice, but it's like you you do uh, hamburger meat like you're and with taco seasoning. So like you have taco meat, right? And then um, you just throw in like like a can of tomatoes, uh, a couple cans of beans, uh, whole beans, um, and then rice, um, you know, mix it all together, uh, green onions, uh, a couple other things I think I'm forgetting, and then you serve it with, like, sour cream guacamole. It's just an easy Monday night. It's like it's hamburger. Goulash. Yeah, it's like hamburger helper, but homemade. Anyways, we're doing fried chicken tomorrow. Oh. First time I've ever fried chicken in my life. Going to soak it in buttermilk tonight, fire wing style, which uh, brings you three for madness in question one. Happy belated birthday to Malik Monk. Will he be celebrating year 27 with the Kings? I think so. Not, like, convinced. I know he wants to. Yeah. That's a fact. He wants to be here. I I, I, I hope it's one of those, like, it can't be a handshake deal because those were illegal, but we floated this around before. Is he going to take, like, the four-year $80 million deal? Because he's only, I mean, I say only, but he's making a little less than $10 million this year. He's a bargain. Or, well, there's two things at play. You know, does he take the one-year deal, whatever, so the, so we get his full bird rights and can pay him the following year? But you could get hurt. Things could change. You could have a bad year. And here's the other thing. Is Malik good with being a, being a six-man? Or is he like, I want to start. And at some point, are we going to see Fox and Monk in the backcourt? I thought we would. Earlier this season, when uh, Mike Brown was, you know, uh, pulling Herder in and out of the lineup, we didn't see that. Um, so it kind of makes you wonder what they're going to do. I think they will, but I'm not 100% convinced. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be hopeful that they will. I think he's really a man of mystery here because of the, uh, he has options, Yes, right? I mean, he could do the one-year deal with the Kings and bet on himself, and then and I think Sacramento wants him, and that way then he can truly get a big, big payday a full year from now. Yes, but there are teams with some money. Like, Philly's going to have a ton of money. So, other teams can come in and swoop in and get them and probably promise them a starting spot. Yeah. So, I'm really worried about that. I am, too. Because it, it's, it's a really tough ask. He's, yeah. He's 26. Somebody comes to him and says, hey, dude, we'll give you a four-year freaking $100 million, $120 million, Yeah. And you're supposed to turn that down for a one, two-year? You're right. Right. And if you... I don't know if you can know that right now if you're Monty and Wes, but if you do, right. I mean, that to me changes the chess piece. Like, yeah. I don't want to trade Malik Monk, at all, but then maybe you do. If you if you know. I think it's incumbent upon Monty and Wes to do everything they can to talk to Malik's people, mm-hmm. and I'm sure they have. Yep. Figure out where it's at, and it's not like Malik or his agents have to do any. This is business. You don't have to do you know, us any favors here. But just find out. And if it looks like you're going to lose them, if they're like, look, we're not coming back for anything less than blip, 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 um, then, yeah, dude, you know, it sucks. To, it would suck to trade Malik Monk, but yeah. the only thing that would suck worse would be to lose him for nothing. Right. So, 
Hopefully that won't happen. Yeah, exactly. Question two. Question two. It's deadline week. Will we see any moves? I mean, it's funny because they're certainly playing like they don't want to see any moves. Um, I, I, I think we will. I think we will. I just don't know what kind of move it's going to be. You know, are we going to see the Woj bomb and it's like, we've acquired you know, Daniel Tice <laughs> or you know, we've acquired whatever the big name is. That's the part I don't know. But I, 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 I think as we get closer to the deadline, one of two things is going to happen. Well, one of three. Either a big name is all of a sudden going to appear for either for the first time or for a lot cheaper than he has been and the Kings pounce. Uh, number two, teams are like, all right, nothing's happening. Let's get what we can. Hey, how, how are your second rounders or whatever? And we get somebody, you know, we get a Kessel or Edwards type or three, nothing. Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to be one of the first. Two. Yeah. I mean, last year was so big. I mean, you had Durant moving Kyrie or it was just, there was so much movement. Yeah. It almost feels like something needs to happen to get it to snowball, but it's, isn't it very quiet? Yes. It's kind of weird. Too quiet. Yeah. Well, you know, honestly, this cap situation is hamstringing a few teams as sure. well. There, there are a lot of teams that just want to get rid of, get rid of salary. Right, that's become a big thing. Yeah, because it's a big free agent summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Thursday at noon is your deadline. Can we not have the deadline Super Bowl week? I know. Can right? we move that, yeah. please? That's especially when the Niners are in it. Think exactly. If the Niners are in it, move the deadline to March. Or at least one more week. Or at least one more week. Yeah, just Tuesday next week. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Cut number three, please. Question three. Is tonight's game with the Cavs house money? Yep, sure is. Want them to win. Hope they win. We'll be cheering for them to win. We'll be sad if they lose to a point. But in the end, I'm very proud of this team. Seven-game road trip. Some tough games, uh, including Indiana the other night. That was a little more than just another game, and I, they they have shown out. They have they have shown s- glimpses of lame, <laughs> like in the second half against the Bulls. But for the most part, it's like Memphis. I don't care that it should have been a thirty point yeah, blowout. Got they through it. They got through it. Yeah. They won it. And the loss to Miami was a little frustrating because Miami lost seven in a row. But they're going to beat someone. Um, this is a very good Cleveland team. I want to say they've won. Did I see this right? Sixteen of eighteen, something might stupid be, like yeah, that. Might be. Um, look, if they go into Cleveland and they beat that team that's that hot right now, then hallowed freaking Luya. Yeah. Um, but even if they lose, last game of a road trip, generally the last game of a road trip. A lot of these guys, their heads are already on the plane. They're tired. They're ready to go home. Yeah. You really see it in the second half. And then you got the first game, uh, don't forget, of the uh, the homestand. Detroit. Yeah, which if you're going to have a team to mm-hmm. play in the first game, but don't don't discount yeah. Detroit getting hot and making that a game. Right. Either way, I think it's house money. By definition, this couldn't be more of a house money. Like mm-hmm. That's what this basically means. But go ahead and look at the next, starting tonight, Dave, the next 11 for the Kings. Because... I mean, the more you can get, obviously, get, build yourself a cushion, keep the pressure, try to stay in that top five. I think tonight begins a, a pretty, you know, we, there's Detroit in there. Yeah. But of the next 11, this goes past the All-Star break. It's pretty rough. Cleveland, Denver, 
at OKC, Phoenix, and Denver. That's before the break. That's before the break. He come back, Wemby at home, at the Clippers, revenge game home Miami, at Denver, at Minnesota. Yeah, that's where it ends. Woof. Yeah. Yeah, so in there, I think there's two teams below 500. Wasn't it the Spurs and the, and the, the Pistons? And the Pistons. That's it. That's a really good Denver. I think they played Denver three times uh-huh. in eight games, something like that. So I can tell you right now what's going to happen. They'll go nine and two, <laughs> uh, and their losses will be to San Antonio and Detroit. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. I'm going to go with no, no. And yeah. then they'll go on the and then they'll lose to Chicago at home. Go to the Lakers, beat them, then lose at home to San Antonio. If they did that nine and two, you'd be upset, huh? Uh, well, well, well. Um, yes, after the Detroit game, because they'd only they'd, they'd be like one uh, oh and two, assuming they lose to Cleveland. I mean, like, no, this is nine and two. This is the eleven. You're giving him a win tonight, a loss to Detroit and oh, San Antonio. Yes. Yeah, so uh, to be fair, if they come home and lose to Detroit, I'm going to be upset after that. Uh-huh. But then if they beat Denver, beat OKC, beat Phoenix, beat Denver, and then they lose to San Antonio, like pregame San Antonio, I'm going to be like, well, we should win. This is house money. <laughs> like I can't get mad at them for that. I, I admittedly, I'd be mad after the Detroit game, mm. but then all my good feelings would be built up by the time they play San Antonio. I'm honestly, have they played San Antonio yet? Yeah. They did. Mm-hmm. And that, that went well, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. We 129, 120. I'm honestly excited. How did he do? We, I know we got a break. I'm excited. Vic? Yeah, uh, he was good. He hasn't been here yet. Uh, he, or he was okay. He was, yeah, he, well, he had 20, it was 20, okay. No, he had 27 and nine. Uh, and Sabonis had 27, 14, and 7. I'm excited for that matchup because those are really opposite players. Yeah. And I feel like Sabonis could actually break him in two mm. if he wanted to. Not for nothing, Jason, by the way, just as we go to break. Uh, Victor Wembanyama is having a really, really good year. All-star snub. Like 20 and a half points, 10.3 boards, three assists, 3.1 blocks, and 1.2 steals. That's like a really, 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 really good. Yeah. Really good rookie year. Yeah. I think he's going to make an all-star team eventually. Probably takes a bonus to spot again. And he's like 16 years old. Mm. Well, we'll take a break. When we come back, the Kings win in Indiana. The Kings win in Chicago. It's a revenge game for DeMontis a bonus. We've got sound and comments for you next. To get your sports fix. Live and local. The Carmichael Dave Show with Jason Ross. Oh, comes this right. Gives to Fox. Score the three-pointer right in front of us. Fox, third time this season with at least 20 points and two steals and a half. And Fox has got the Kings leading this one now, 71-52. Got that one off just in time. And Fox going out to congratulate Malik Monk. Mike Brown as well. Malik ran into a double team, found Fox. We were right on the same angle. And he was within one stride of his wife, Brisse, and baby Rain right here in front of us. And he rang up the three-pointer. Kings lost four in a row including two heartbreakers to the Bucks and the Suns on the road. 
Hey, imagine if they'd won those. They'd be 31 and uh, 17. Mm -hmm. That's a whole different ballgame. Yes, it is. Uh, But they didn't. They have, however, done what we did not think they would do, uh, and they have won five of six on the seven-game road trip, which wraps up tonight in Cleveland, and then they come home. (laughs) It's not funny. I just I can't help but feel – I just think of Katie. Like, And I know they're all going through it, but it's like, God, you've been gone. They'll get home early – this you know tomorrow morning tuesday morning maybe late eh. probably tuesday morning yeah you're right so you 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 bring your bags home you're you're in the house probably around 2 3 a.m. you fall asleep you wake up you have you have tuesday and then you're back at it at home against detroit then you're back at it Friday against Denver, and then I'm assuming oh they they got to leave that night. I would, I would think well so. well against Oklahoma City maybe not, but I know they play early Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, they play at noons. I think they probably leave that night because they play early. But losing the time, I don't know what's more, Evan. You, you might leave early Saturday morning. Yeah, because you, if you left Friday night, you're getting out of here at best at eleven or noon or midnight. Yeah. And then you're losing two hours. I yeah. mean, is it good to get in at like six in the morning? Probably not. Yeah, they'll probably nah, leave you're right. at nine or ten in the morning. And then you're you're in Oklahoma City, uh, Phoenix, and Denver, and you, so you leave Saturday and you're not home uh, until is Phoenix, Denver, back to back. Yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday they play the Denver back to back. They play three and four. Yeah, Phoenix, and then Denver on Denver on the second night of a back and back, going into the All Star break, like should straight up be illegal. Yeah, illegal. Like you can't, you cannot. Yeah, have Denver as the second night of a back to back. Well, and talk about games traditionally that are bad. Like I feel like the Kings are always on the road the last game before the All Star break, and a lot of times that game is bad. Yeah, like, people are done. Done because like the plane going home is like it'll be like G Man and Katie. Mm-hmm. And Draper, you know, it's like yeah. the, the rest of the crew is going elsewhere. The good news is, with the exception of Keegan Murray, they all get a week off. Mm-hmm. You get a week off just to chill. And and I hope they do. I mean, honestly, I hope Mike Brown, after all that, is like, guys, you know, you're not going to get a week off. Right. Their next game would be the following Thursday. But I, 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 I would hope it's – and that's a home game. Yeah. They probably have to be back Monday or Tuesday. I would say that. I would say, dude, just give Mike, give them till Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Like, do a Tuesday noon shoot around. Let let them because that gives them what they 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 finish Denver. They'll be back Thursday morning. Quick pack. Let's go. That would give them Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You know, four or five days in Cabo. Yeah. Let them go to an island. Have have Domas take them to a winery or something. Yes. But you know what? It's going to be. It's going to be okay. We need new counters. No, you got to take out the garbage. And, you know, you got to do all the the everything on the honeydew list because that's how NBA players work, right? Mm-hmm. They've got the honeydew list. They've got to knock out there. They're redoing the kids' room. Yeah. Uh, Sabonis played really well against Indiana. Uh, he and, plays really well pretty much every night. Uh, Demontis Sabonis, Jason Ross is playing at dare I say at an All Star caliber level. Hmm. No. <laughs> You're right. Just actually. below that, apparently. But he is what, like fifth in the MVP ladder right now? Yes, but not an all star. Yeah. For the month of January, he averaged 21 points, 14 and a half rebounds, and nine assists a game on 67% shooting. And all he's doing, his, his numbers this month are very much down 
20 points, 12 and a half boards, eight and a half assists on 68% shooting. It's terrible. Mm -hmm. He has, I think it's more triple doubles than Jokic and, oh, who's somebody else's triple double person, but more triple doubles than Jokic and somebody combined. I saw the other day, which was an impressive status, more impressive. I remembered who it was. (laughs) Uh, He played obviously 26, 11 and seven against Indiana, went for the triple double. Didn't have to score, but 13, 14, and 10 on 75% shooting. Uh, also, did you know this, Jason? Did you know that DeMontis Sabonis also hit 71.4% of his threes during the month of January? I did not know that. That's a, If you could do that all year. <laughs> shoot more. Shoot. Well, and that's the thing. He's now averaging, well, at least for that month, he averaged 0.9. So basically, he averaged one three a game. Okay. Is that a part of his game that need, is that something that needs to happen more? I'm comfortable with that. I mean, generally he's wide open right. and sometimes passes that up. Yeah, he can make that. Go for it. Don't you don't you feel like Sabonis could be one of I mean, maybe not Brooke Lopez right. level, but diet Brooke Lopez. Mm-hmm. I mean, if DeMontis Sabonis could make one a game. One a game. Which means you're probably averaging two attempts, which isn't a ton, but some games you'll make two or three. Some games you won't make one, but. He made 51 his rookie year, shot 32%. This is, these are threes. 52 in, in, in 2020, 21, that was at 32%. But then last year he was at 37%. He made 31. That's not, that's not a huge sample size, but it's not tiny. Um, and then this year he's shooting splits of 62 and 43, and he's made 23. So he's made 23 already. He made 31 last he year. He made 31 last year. He's made 23 already. Yeah. I mean, why not give him some more? I'm good with that. I am completely yeah. okay with that. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton had just one assist. That is his lowest number ever as a pacer. Yeah, there's some, uh, you know, uh, they'll figure what's going to go on with him, but they're doing some interesting things. He was the one that was very outspoken about playing 65 games or thought the rule was kind of weak. He said stupid. Yeah. His word's stupid, right? Yeah. So he played. They did a minute restriction. I think the night before when they played New York, he wasn't able to play at the end. So I think they kind of, you know, changed this. He didn't start the game, didn't come until the second quarter, started the second half. They kind of held him till the end. But I mean, he just is playing 20 minutes. And it just seems like, are they more concerned with him getting 65 so he could be all NBA eligible? Like your numbers, if you're only going to play 20 minutes a game, will then hurt, get hurt. And they maybe will. your team will, too. So Yeah, you're not going I don't all the, NBA. I don't know if they have the right strategy. There. Also, if it's a hamstring issue, is just playing 20 and say, is that going to help? Right. Then or, sit them out for two weeks. Uh, stat of the year, by the way, uh, nominee for the Sacramento Kings, since we spent so much time there on, on DeMontis Sabonis. Uh, last year, De'Aaron Fox had a career-high three-pointers made at 119. He shot 32.4%. Uh, we're not even at the All-Star break, and... Darren Fox has 126 three-pointers. He has broken his career high by now seven. That's only going to grow, uh, and he is shooting a career high 38%. Nice. Uh, by the way, according to Sean Sharania, quote, I'm told that the hope is Joel Embiid misses one to two months. Hmm. If a full repair is needed in surgery, that's going to be a significantly longer recovery time period so that would bring that would mean that at best Joel Embiid will be back either just before or right at uh the playoffs yeah so 
That stinks. Yeah, and not you know I know there was some concern about sixty five. Now it won't even be a question. No, yeah, that ain't happening. So congratulations, Nicole Jokic, on your uh, third as of now yeah. uh, MVP. We'll take a break. When we come back, we've got audio for you. Let's hear from uh, Mike Brown and more on this five and one road trip. We'll do that next on your home of the Kings, Sacktown Sports. Dave. He has very good sources, and he, he just kind of tells it as it is and gets to the point. Jason Ross. He has a lot of pretty smart things to, to say. He's good at what he does. On Sacktown Sports. All right, we got some uh, post-game audio for you here in a quick second. But, uh, Jason, during the break, I had a uh, an emergency meeting with our promotion staff. And by that, I mean I, I called some. So, today... And each day this week, uh, you know, Fire Wings, longtime sponsor, love them to death. They're the best. Yeah. And we've got, for your big game party this weekend, we've got gift certificates, gift cards, for $25 for you to get Fire Wings. But you know, I was thinking, you know what would be better than that, Jason? Mm. $125 in Fire Wings. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about this all week, and we want to hook you guys up for your Super Bowl party. Excuse me. We want to hook you guys up for your big game party. Do we need to do? Do we need to deal with that? We probably do. Um, so here's what we're going to do. Thursday, we're going to give away hundred and twenty-five dollars in fire wings. That's a lot of wings. It's a lot of wings. Now think about what you could do with hundred and twenty-five dollars in fire wings. For whatever get-together you may yeah. be having on Sunday, for whatever reason that may be, who knows? You could have a heck of a big game party. Heck of a big game party. You could rewatch the Grammys. You could. You could just you could just order them for yourself yeah. and just sit there in your boxers and bathe in them. Yeah. That would be strange, but if you decide an option. to get in a kiddie pool, do that, you're good to go. Did you just say something to me? Chris, you, you look like you were trying to talk. Oh, are you? Is, is Chris trying to verify what I'm doing right now? <laughs> so, and I want to give Fire Wings their shine here, so I'm not going to mention anything else. But I can also tell you that on Friday, we have another big game style food giveaway for you. Wow, so, it's a big week. Stay tuned to Sacktown Sports. We're not just going to inform and entertain, but we are also. We are also going to do our best to feed you through our, our partners. That's awesome. And I want to thank Fire Wings yes. and our Friday partner that we will unveil here uh, probably later in the show, maybe tomorrow. But okay. we, we've got you covered. Yeah. Probably should have waited a little bit before we started announcing this. Why? I asked. I got clearance. Because we got to change everything on our website. Well, and yeah. We have to change our rules and everything. Let's go. Let's change it. Dave doesn't have to do that. <laughs> no. Change the whole thing. We're looking out for the we're looking out for the uh, the the listener, the, the 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 listener. Yeah, is what we're doing. And if somebody's going to jail, it's going to be me. How bad would that suck? If you went to jail, yeah. And not if you had fire wings. I went to if I went to jail just for trying to do some fire wings stuff. Mm-hmm. 
You know who would? Narc- you talked about going to jail on uh, Friday and two truths and a lie. Yeah, I've been in jail already. Yeah. My twenty-first birthday, Sarpy County, Omaha, Nebraska. Now we know. I'm a hardened uh, criminal. Yeah, it was like the dumbest reason to go to jail. Too. I don't want to get distracted. It was, it was like, don't think I did anything cool. <laughs> I didn't. Don't I, worry, Dave. I have never thought that about <laughs> Shut you. Up. Hey, I was pretty cool back in the day, pal. We were out drinking. We were on a bridge. Do you think doing alcohol is cool, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> that's why I don't drink anymore. Because that's the type of stuff that happens. Because maybe you're in the Midwest and you're hanging out with your friends on your 21st birthday. You're having some stuff to drink. What were you drinking, Dave? Peppermint schnapps. Not a cool thing to drink, but that's what we had. Root beer. That's what we had. And maybe one of your friends says, hey, let's go on this bridge that separates Iowa and uh, Nebraska. And we go, okay, cool. There's this little uh, walkway underneath. And, and then maybe one of your friends gets a little hammered. And he decides to climb up the ladder to where the cars are driving by. And he starts to fake like he's jumping off the bridge. He just kind of, he goes, ah, and then he slides down the the uh, the ladder a couple times. So funny. It was so funny. And, and, and maybe that turns out that that's a very popular place for kids to jump off the bridge and kill themselves. And... Maybe somebody called the cops, and then maybe next thing you know, they're dragging the river while you're trying to hide from them, and uh, there's cops and fire marshals and people dragging the river. And then this is just an example. They're like, for example, and then they finally find you, and it turns out that the fire captain's wife is one of the people that was running the boat dragging everything, and it was the middle of summer, August, when I turned uh, 21, and maybe they are allergic to mosquitoes, and they got bit quite a few times, and they were really angry at you, and... Next thing you know, you are uh, in solitary because you don't have a record at all. And you thought it was solitary until 3 a.m. that night when a giant trucker comes in and proceeds to come in the cell you're in and turn to you and go, sorry, sorry about this, my man. And just proceeds to completely blow the thing up, just like Home Depot. And then he gets bailed out and you're in there till Monday. That was absolutely insane. But when I got out of there. I was a different man. <laughs> had a couple, Scared had a couple of tats. Yeah, it's good to go. Uh, Trey Lyles talked to the G man after uh, uh, after the game against the Chicago Bulls. We'll play that in a second. Here's Mike Brown though after Indiana. Let me talk about our two guys that aren't all stars. Uh, they were terrific for us. Um, Domas is, I think, the 14th player in the history of the game that has recorded 30 straight double doubles. Is that correct, Shannon? Okay, that's that's our first guy that, that, that didn't get voted in. He's 14th in the 14th in the history, 14th in the history of the game that he recorded uh, uh, 30. Uh, only the 14th guy in the history of the game that has recorded 30 straight double doubles. 14th player in the history of the game, the history of the game, not this season, in the history of the game. Oh, yeah. He's close. Isn't he, he is. Not, not it. Not a game. Not a season. Not practice. Not practice. Yeah. The history of the game. Not, not the season. In the history of game. In the history of the game. Go for it. That recorded thirty straight double doubles. Let's make sure we, we we got that clear. That's the first thing. And then, obviously, obviously Fox was brilliant. He he, he tied his career high with with uh, uh, six steals tonight. Uh, you know, we tracked deflections. He had 11 of them himself. Um, two fantastic performances uh, from both those guys. Uh, on top of that, we got a lot of good 
performances from from uh, the rest of the lineup. HB was great, Keegan was great, Kevin was great, but uh, I thought our bench was fantastic. Um, Dave Young was really good. Uh, Malik, you know, he was back to being uh, what he was for us throughout most of the season. He was aggressive and took great shots uh, while trying to take care of the basketball. He was fantastic. Um, I, I thought Trey was big. Um, Trey was big defensively. He knocked down timely threes for us. Uh, and then Kessler. Uh, Kessler didn't score. He had four defensive rebounds. I think he had a block. He had a couple of deflections. He was a plus 11. What, what was that? Just faded out. Was that, was that like an old 80s ballad? <laughs> Just faded out when it was done? Okay. Well, that was Mike Brown. Yeah. Shouting his guys out. You can tell he's he one thing Mike Brown is really, really good at doing is he's good at understanding the psychology of being a coach in today's NBA. Mm-hmm. Like he will defend his guys publicly. He will take texts. He knows when to get a technical foul. He knows when to get tossed. Yeah. Uh he knows when to replay. Right. <clears throat> and he knows when to ask, for example, the Jiffy Lube drive of the game which we will do right now at 1-800-920-1140. Now, Jason, we had two games over the weekend. Yes. So this, th- is, this is just Saturday. This is just the Bulls game. This is just the Bulls game. Yeah. Okay. The Bulls game is what we are looking for. We're looking for your Jiffy Lube drive of the game. And I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hint. Remember that game? <clears throat> Excuse me. Remember that game last week where it was like the second to last play G-Man yeah. called? This wasn't late. This might have been a little early. Yeah. Mm, there you go. One eight hundred nine two zero eleven forty. Mike Brown's really good at at being kind of the bullet sponge for his team when it's when it's needed. Yeah, and I think he he's got a good pulse of this team. I think he's I think that's where he, one of the areas he's really excellent with the media. It's like when when to say what he needs to yes. how to how to uh, make his message sent through the media, and he's good at that. He is very good at that. Yeah. As uh, we'll see if Dylan is very good at knowing what the Jiffy Lube drive of the game is. Good morning, Dylan. Hey, good morning, guys. How we doing? Good. How hey. are you doing? Doing all right. Dylan, I just want to guess something here. Would I be correct in saying that you are between 35 and 45 years old? Incorrect. Younger than 35? Uh, 31. 31. Wow. I just almost every Dylan I know is in that range. Okay, like Dylan yeah, was super yeah. like, and it's usually it's kind of like a nine. I guess that times with nine hundred two one zero, which I either generally either your parents were nine hundred two one zero fans or Bob Dylan fans or other they just liked the name. Which was it? Yep, it's um, my mom will say neither, but I believe it's the nine hundred two one zero. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least what, who who was uh, who was the guy with kind of the blonde hair, um, Ian. Zeering. Zeering. Yeah. What, was what was his name? Oh, it was Steve. Steve on the Could show. Could have been yeah. Steve. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going. There's a guy this. named Steve on 90210. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I don't even remember what Jason Priestley's character is. I can't remember any of them. I remember their shit. Dylan I'm, is. Yeah. Peach Pit. Yeah. Dylan. Not the Peach Pit. Is it the Peach Pit? Yeah, that's where they hung yeah. out. The Peach Pit. Nat. Nat? Oh, Nate. he was the guy that ran? Yeah, I think so. Right, but who who the hell was Jason Priestley's character? I don't remember. Bill? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Dylan, what was the Jiffy Loop drive of the game? Uh, yeah, it was a, a steal and then led down to a alley-oop by Monk. Mm, Monk you, slammed it down. Well, let's see. 
Here comes White in transition. He's a tornado coming down the lane, but he lost the ball. A poke away by Keyes. Grabbed by Lyles. Feeds it ahead to Davion Mitchell. Sets up the alley-oop. And there's Malik Monk to throw it down coming from the right baseline. Oh, that was nicely done in transition. That's going to be your Jiffy Lube drive of the game. Be listening Monday morning, Carmichael Dave Show with Jason Ross, 745, your chance to win a $100 Jiffy Lube certificate, courtesy of all the Jiffy Lube locations in the greater Sacramento area. Jason, uh, I believe you have a, a name for us. Brandon Walsh. Brandon and yeah. Brenda Walsh. Yeah. That was Shannon Doherty's character. You had Dylan McKay, the late, great yeah. Luke Perry. Uh, Kelly Taylor, that was Jenny Garhos. Man, I had a crush on her. And uh, Steve Sanders, Steve Sanders. Uh, was Ian Zeering's uh, character name. Dylan, screw all them. You're the one with the $100 gift certificate to Jiffy Lube. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, uh, what radio station makes all your 90210 dreams come true? Uh, the sporty 1140. Hey, there, hey, you know what? I'll take that. Old school. I will 100% take that. Yeah. That is old school. And Andrea we, Zuckerman? Andrea yeah. Zuckerman was uh, Gabriel Carteris. And then Brian Austin Green's the one that ends up with Megan Fox. Yeah. And he played David Silver. Okay. I remember. Adam's son. Adam's son, exactly. And then you had Tori Spelling in there as Donna. It was just because, you know. Donna. Aaron's Aaron's daughter. Yeah. Like, here you go. It's like when the coaches get plays. We'll take a break when we come back. Uh, Frankie. Frankie. Sacktown Sports Kings insider. Will he join us? Yes. I think he will. We'll talk to him next.